try and live my life, putting purpose over profit. Too many fallen soldiers, too many slain prophets. Eyes on the prize, yeah, I gotta watch it. Agents amongst us, get your hand out my pocket. I'm sick with the pet. Brothers and sisters are sick in the pet. Oppressed by the man, attacked by the clan. America's plan, depression sets in. People becoming so hopeless. Said we can't breathe, they still choke us. They put the body cam on, it's either turn off or out of focus. Yeah, another death, another life. They pull the trigger, no thinking twice. Cops be wildin', the killing youth. The new Jim Crow, a different noose. It's the beast, it's the beast, mark of the beast, cease and desist, increase the peace, move in silence, don't make a sound, but when they come, stand your ground, R.I.P. to all the martyrs, say your prayer, Heavenly Father. Black lives matter, black lives matter, yeah, yeah. That's what hey. I'm talking about. Bars. Hey. Ooh. That sounded familiar. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. That was nice, man. That was unexpected. That's what's up. Oh, appreciate it. I have a little something in this locker, but we are back, guys. Welcome to the Creative Gourd Live. And we have special guest and former colleague and petty alum, Mr. Darren My Smith. Boys. How you doing, sir? Boys, man. I'm good, man. I'm good. I appreciate you guys, man. As always, man. It's a pleasure pleasure of course absolutely and if you guys can recognize the amazing logo on darren's shirt that is yeah, vending machine like, media you know, get get in there d come on now don't be shy now <laughs> get, get up get up in there so vending machine has been our previous sponsor before and obviously we'll be going forward as well and and speaking of we actually have a current sponsor for this episode so shout out to malcolm evans and justin sinclair and kendall gaskins of game hey, seven character nice. builders seven are you promoting the cycle or are you the parent that's breaking the thing. cycle and things are going to be better for your community kids? and the kids man it's very much needed especially right now you know? as an educator working in the school system and as a parent of a student i've noticed that there's a big disconnect between the schools and the people that work there and the students and their families. And from my perspective, I came up with some tips for parents. Number one, keep it G with yourself. Be honest. Are you promoting the cycle or are you breaking the cycle? Are you just teaching or are you modeling the behavior? If you don't read, your kid's not gonna read. If you don't work out, your kid's not gonna work out. If you don't plan, your kid's not gonna plan. At Game 7 Academy, we don't only work with students, we work with students and their families. So for more information on our tutoring and mentorship services, contact us at Game7.com. Thank you, Brother Malk and the folks over there. And shout out to Dre. Dre is in the building. Okay. Yo, yo. Hey, uh, for Dre and Mix and D, I'm not sure what you might be drinking on, but I actually have my brown juice today in the uh, Abooth pink cup. Y'all, y'all doing it like that? I'm not even going to bash myself. I mean, I don't know if I'm supposed to share this inside secret, but every time you see the brown mug, it's brown juice in it. <laughs> I mean, I could been <laughs> ignorant in other ways, but I chose not to. You feel me? <laughs> I had time before. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> or 
No doubt, no doubt. This is like a reunion, man. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, man. So let's get right into it, fellas. Because I feel like we've all talked about it personally thus far and, you know, wanted to save the more important points for the show. How do we feel about the NBA players refusing to play? Hmm. I did. Uh, what do you think? Would it miss me? I want to hear you, brother. You, you are a special guest, brother. I, uh, I, I defer to you. If you want me to kick things off, I can kick it off. <laughs> oh, I got you. I got you. So I posed this question the other day on my story, on my Instagram story. Um, like, were, were people in support of Kyrie, you know, kind of coming out and saying he's not really with the comeback? Um, and just curious what, the, like, people would say. But I'm not for it. Like, uh, if I was an athlete, um, knowing who I am, you know what I mean? You know, like, my upbringing and, you know, just what I'm around, what I see on a daily basis, um, I think is bigger than basketball at this point. Um, so I, I, I don't really agree with the comeback because I, I think it's, it's like a joke of a season almost. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's so many asteroids on this, on this season. It's going to be at the end of it. You know what I mean? So many players are going to have so many excuses why they didn't play well, why they didn't win, why, you know what I mean? We was off five months, we didn't have enough practice. It's going to be so much BS in between, like, all of it, you know what I mean, outside of the fact that, you know, what's actually going on in, like, the world, you know what I mean, currently. So I, I just think, again, it's – I'm not really with it. I think it's a still about money, it's still the still slave kind of mentality type thing, you know what I mean? Um but again, on like from from an athletic standpoint, from being being an athlete, right? I understand like they want to get back, right? You know what I mean? They want to. That's what they do for a living. They don't know anything else. Like you know what I mean? They're in the gym every day, all day. So I, I get it. You know what I mean? Um, the itch of wanting to get back. But is it really worth it? You know what I mean? Like and and like. Who else I listen to? I think I listen to Shannon Sharp, right? That's my guy all the way. I'm he, he's the most articulate. He he can like speak for us. Go ahead, bro. Do your thing. I'm with you. <laughs> like like he feel me. But he said he was like Kyrie. He wasn't really with it because like what what immediate changes is going to happen from that I, from this from sitting out and holding out and this and that. You know what I mean? I, I and I totally get that too. He's like we've been we've been this way for 400 years and going and on. I think that's the point Kyrie is trying to make, right? Let's let's stop it right now. Let me disrupt this. Let's keep disrupting as much and as chaotic as possible to somebody else other than us has to do something about it, right? Has to make a move, has to make a play that's benefiting everybody, right? So uh, at least that's why I think Kyrie's head is with it. You know what I mean? He seems really passionate about it, about, like he said, he'll give it up all. Like, so someone who says that, like they're not thinking about basketball. They're really thinking about like what they see and go through, or, or know people who go through things on a daily basis. Um, and he also made a point I wanted to bring up. He said something about uh, he brought up money, Shannon Sharp, right? Uh, like uh, some of these players live check to check and this and that, bro. I don't. That got nothing to do with me, bro. You make millions of dollars, my guy. What you mean? I could go show you people who live check to check. Like actually, what that really, really looks like. So, so for somebody who signs the millions of dollars of contracts and you got to live check to check again this is this this whole covid lockdown whatever we going through is it could be eye-opening for everybody so maybe whoever doing that 
needed that eye opening to be like, okay, listen, I gotta get my shit together. Excuse me, I got, I got, I gotta get my stuff together right now because, you know, like, it's it's, it's just eye opening for everybody. You know what I mean? I'm sorry, Kim. Right. So it's it's that that's kind of where I feel about it. You know, um, but all in all, I'm not with it. I don't I'm, I don't really agree with it. I completely understand that. And excuse me, Mix, because I actually have something special lined up for you, sir. So we, we definitely <laughs> go get to you. And uh, we just I just wanted to give the players an opportunity. So I just wanted to read the statement on behalf of the players. As an oppressed, excuse me, by the NBA player coalition delivered by ESPN. So thank you, ESPN. As an oppressed community, we are going on 500 plus years of being systematically targeted. And if you got anyone in the comments can resonate with this, definitely speak up, please. And also still be still being killed by the very people that are supposed to protect and serve us. We have had enough. We are combating the issues that matter most. We will not accept the racial injustices that continue to be ignored in our communities. We will not be kept in the dark when it comes to our health and well-being. And we will not ignore the financial motivations, expectations that have prevented us historically from making sound decisions. Oh, yes. Now, now see that you're just speaking to the choir now. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. I feel like language like that is going to lead to NCAA players getting paid. Number one, NFL guaranteed contracts, number two, and to prevent things like this from resonating in the community, Brother Mix, this next one is for you. I completely disagree with them, and I think they sound foolish. Let's get this out of the way right now. I've been waiting to talk about this, and I can't wait to get into this more heavily on first take. I respect the fact uh, that obviously everything is going on. You can't be a black man and not respect what we're seeing, particularly from these young warriors out here taking to the streets and making sure that they do everything that they can to raise awareness to what's going on and bring attention to it. Uh, But the real work is going to be done by other people within the legal profession and beyond after the awareness is brought to their attention you buffer them with the level of support monetarily and otherwise that they may require. You're Kyrie Irving and you're Dwight Howard. If you are talking about not going back to work because of the coronavirus, nothing to talk about. Everybody has the right to feel the way that they feel in terms of their own individual health, the health of their loved ones who they're going to be near, all of that stuff. That is a separate subject. But to sit up there and imply that at this particular moment in time that sports should not exist and we shouldn't be going back to work because of racial inequality, uh, prejudice, police brutality, et cetera, et cetera. These are things that have been going on for decades, if not more. Some would say centuries, obviously, when we're talking about racial oppression. So if that's the case, then there was no reason for anybody, whether it's your forefathers, your ancestors, or anybody in between, to ever show up to work. The reality is, is that you have a job to do. If you're Kyrie Irving, you're hurt, you're sitting out anyway in all likelihood. You're Dwight Howard, you want to pass up the opportunity to win a championship for the first time because you want to bring attention and awareness to this? Fine. 
mind. I don't recall Adam Silver, the commissioner of the National Basketball Association, or anybody in the world of sports at this particular moment in time prohibiting or trying to deny or stop players from putting forth their due diligence to bring attention to the issues that have ravaged our society and has been ravaging our society. So to use that as an excuse not to show up to work, and I don't mean excuse as if they're looking for an excuse. I'm sure that their feelings are sincere and heartfelt. That's not what I'm saying here. What I'm saying is that's no reason not to show up to work. The fact that racial oppression has existed, it's going to exist after this summer. It's going to exist next year. It's going to exist a year after, a, a, a year from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now. Anybody in our society that thinks this thing is going to be completely eradicated is fooling themselves. You're always going to have to deal with these things. So that is not an excuse not to show up to work to do your job. You can fight the fight while still showing up to work. And that's why I think that Kyrie Irving and Dwight Howard are a bit ill-informed here. Interesting. Brother Mix, the floor is yours, sir. All right. Should I go all the way in right now or should I like, you know, pull back a little bit? Oh, no. We're not not holding any punches. And he's from New York, too? all the way in. And he's from New York, too? I I got notes. I got notes. But I'm ready. So first and foremost, I think it's fitting that his initials are S-A-S, Stephen A. Smith. There's always a lot of sass that comes out my man's mouth. Always. You dogs, come and get your brother. Come get your boy. Come get your boy. Because, I mean, I am a peaceful brother. I'm a very peaceful brother. I would say I have a calm demeanor and spirit of a baby lamb. But there are times (laughs) when the lion inside of me awakens, I want to put a pause on somebody. And it's like, after hearing that, brother... I want to hit you like Simba did Mufasa. Not mm. Mufasa, what's his name? Scar. Mm-hmm. Like Simba did Scar up in the Lion King, right. man. My I man agree. over here running out the mouth on some all types of crazy. So here's the issue, though, because I've been watching people respond to it like you, Darren. Um, I heard, you know, Shannon Sharp speak to it. I heard Stax, Stephen Jackson speak to it. You know, I heard some other folks speak to it. Here's my issue, and this is always my issue. But before I get to that issue, one thing that you brought up, you were talking about all the reasons why, why, why. That's always the best question to ask. We know the what. The what is, let's go back to work. Let's get this going up again. But the question always needs to be why. Why are we doing that? Particularly in the backdrop of all that's happening right now, COVID-19, civil unrest, all these protests, people who have the right to actually demonstrate peacefully, although there are people who are co-opting and being provocateurs in this movement, trying to silence it and stifle it. Um, that's not what, that's that's not what's really going down, right? So when we're talking about this, it's like, The issue that I have, particularly with all these black pundits, is the fact where it's like, instead of having private conversations within the culture, we often see public clashes on the world stage under the blinding lights of white gays, right? So your man, Stephen A. Smith, he want to make sure he protect his pockets in a lot of different ways. He's always doing that dance. He probably like me because I'm in a corporate, I'm not a corporate setting, but I'm in predominantly white institutions. I used to joke. I say, you know, when I show up to work, I got my laptop, you know, I got my, I got my bag. But I also have a pair of roller skates and have a pair of tap shoes. <laughs> sometimes you got to put them roller skates on, get, get around, navigate. But sometimes you break them tap shoes out, shine them up real good, and you got to do a song and dance. That's called survival. However, now is not the time for that. Now is not the time to straddle the fence. Now is not the time to be a talking head. Now is not the time to say, you know what? Y'all should go back to work. You don't know what you're doing. Okay. So the white gaze enters. So I feel like Stephen A. Smith don't want to get Jamel Hill at, at, at ESPN. You know what I mean? That's what I feel. Additionally, when it always comes to this topic, what you hit on, Darren, is like there's a bunch of people who make money, 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 money. And what bothers me is that sometimes there's a bunch of wealthy black men, right, who are arguing. It's just wealthy black men arguing. It's not us. 
you know, we're trying to build wealth. This is a bunch of rich multimillionaires, in some cases getting close to the billions, right, who are having arguments about whether or not they're going to go back to work. I mean, y'all could probably miss work for another two years and be all right if you were using your money correctly and investing. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's a brawl. That's a brawl in a different tax bracket. B. I'm not I don't even know what's going on over there. Right. That's that piece. Now, Dwight Howard and Stephen Jackson, they talked about in their statement, they hit the nail on the head where they talk about it's a distraction. And it talked about the economics. Right. And the reason why Stephen A. Smith's comments are so irresponsible and dangerous. He talked about COVID-19. He said, if you don't want to go back for COVID-19 as the reason that makes sense, because you're thinking about the health of your own individual health and, and the health of your loved ones. Okay, so let's take a look at that. COVID-19, similar to systemic racism and police brutality, disproportionately affects the black community, individual health of loved ones, and they're all impacted by all these things, right? So you can't make that argument and talk about individual health and safety when the same thing is actually jeopardizing their individual health and safety. There are people like Antoine Bolden, whose brother was killed by the police, right? Either brother or cousin. So these things happen all the time. It really happens on time. And I quoted this ancestor before. I'm going to quote him again, Dr. Amos Wilson. If you want to understand any problem in America, you need to focus on who profits from that problem, not who suffers from that problem. So when we're talking about this piece, here's what I put on the table. I'm 100% rocking with Kyrie, with Dwight. We can't have any distractions right now because before, if we had March Madness going on, I said there's a lot of marching and a lot of madness in the streets. That wouldn't have happened if we had March Madness and people was filling out brackets. No one's checking for poverty. No one's checking for systemic racism. No one cares. People are not paying attention to that. People who have their jobs, they're just going to show up to work the next day. They might talk about it at the water cooler for a second, but once their water's done, they don't care, right? So when we think about all these pieces, I think we need to rebel and rebuild, right? I think it's time for an independent, black-owned basketball co-op or something similar, right? We've seen the success of Ice Cube that he's had with the big three. Yeah. If we can't do that, because I respect folks who want to get their paycheck and they want to do um, do what they love for their living. So all the NBA players who want to go compete for a chip, et cetera, that's great. However, I hope that we keep in mind vertical integration. So I always talk about books, right? Again, Black Labor, White Wealth by Dr. Claude Anderson. And it talks about the search for power and economic justice. Now let's go to chapter nine real quick. That's called okay. The Cultural Foundations for Economic Power. Black artists and athletes. It goes on, it goes on. But it talks about vertical integration, integration from the ground up where your culture is benefiting from everything that you have to give, right? Your culture is benefiting from your talent. Your culture is benefiting from your IP, all that stuff. Your likeness, you can get paid for it. So what do they do? These athletes, if they are to go back to work, they should leverage their talent to secure contracts from Black-owned businesses that's food, that's janitorial services, that's manufacturing, that's marketing, that's media companies. Now it's time to seize control and ownership. So if they want to go back and get on the court, they have to do things off the court first. People need to let me know that the people who are serving me food in these arenas are actually from Black-owned businesses. People need to tell me that, matter of fact, jerseys. Everybody was, and that's why, for example, if we remember the whole big baller brand with LeVar Ball, why people yeah. always try to make him seem like he was crazy. Is because they didn't want to share profit with him. They didn't want him to have ownership. They didn't want him to disrupt the system. They, Nike, Adidas, Reebok, all of them, they're like, this guy is a threat to our bottom line. So what we'll do instead is the National Basketball Association, which is an American organization, is outsourcing things outside of America as opposed to actually using folks within the United States of America who look like all of us to actually bring in those contracts. 
So even in my realm in education, we talk about whether or not we're going back to school. My question has always been, what are we prioritizing? Are we prioritizing school or safety? Can the two coexist at the same time? Things are going to be a little bit different. But when we're talking about Black Lives Matter, when we're talking about all these things, yeah, we stand with you. We'll release a statement. Like we said in the last episode, let's move past pledging. Let's move past performative allyship. I need to know, is the leadership going to reflect the people who are actually bringing in the money? Is the leadership going to reflect the people who are actually members of a particular organization or students at a school? So when we think about all these pieces, there's a lot of things that need to change before folks start dribbling that ball. People say, shut up and dribble. I want people to put up in order for other people to dribble. And that's just where I'm at in that situation. Brother D, any in response to <laughs> Stephen Naismith? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I agree with, again, with, with most of what, what, what Nick said, man. Like, there's bigger, there's bigger issues right now, and for for people like Stephen A. It's, it's almost like he was answering or pulling my points for me as he was talking. We've been doing this, we've been going this for 400 years, and you, you get what I'm saying? It's like, bro, that's the point we're trying to make, bro. We were trying to stop it now, like you get what I'm saying. And for like these guys as influencers, right? Like who have pull and you know can influence large amounts of people, right? Why, why wouldn't you want them to be at the forefront of, of something like this, right? So why, 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 why wouldn't you want 100 Kyries mm. who, 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 who's like, F this? Nope, we ain't playing. That's not impactful. That wouldn't like really disrupt everything. Or would that just disrupt ESPN and checks over there? Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, so what's, what's really, really going on around here? Everyone has some sort of agenda and you don't really know what to believe, but you know what's genuine. And I think Kyrie's genuine. I think uh, Dwight uh, is genuine about it. Someone else today came out and uh, kind of sided with them too. I forget who. Hmm. Um, but 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 I, I, I totally agree with those guys. I agree with Migs. Um, until change is made, like, deep within the corporate realm, i.e., I'll give an example, right? The, 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 the court judge or whatever in Philadelphia. Right, who was ripping up Black Lives Matter posters? He's a a black court, like uh, someone of power for twenty plus years, who clearly has a problem with black people. So, how many people or families you think that man has did wrong over his course of his of his sort quote unquote career? You get what I'm saying? So it's like, mm-hmm. and, and and his friends, right? So you know his friends think like him and their friends. It, it, they're all is a web of them, right? So until we rid this web, bro. It's a problem, right? And, and, and that's everywhere. That from from the police stations to the, the the city halls, everywhere. It's this web of freaking corruption because it's friends of friends. Like it's my friend, right? Right? You're gonna you're gonna deal with your friend. You're gonna you're gonna, you're gonna call your friend to, to to get that done for you, right? You know, I got a buddy who can get that done. Don't worry about it. So it, it's it's kind of the same. That, that, at least for me, that's that's how I see it. And until that sort of changed. Uh, yeah, man, we need to just keep 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 on doing what we doing, man. Oh yeah, that's completely correct as I can. I'm yeah. not saying again, don't. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not. All right, let's. We can go there later. You know, I'm not saying just be be, be destructive. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm not gonna lie. I'm be just very truthful. Every time I see a video, a news video, or something else come out about a cop killing someone else, bro, or another lynching, it's like, bro. Just the old video. This can't be yesterday mm-hmm. like, or the day before yesterday. Like so, when I see stuff like that, what do you think goes through my mind? 
Yeah, yeah. Burn. You on your you on your Tupac flow? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it, it, how are you supposed to feel? And, and then again, I, it, you can't really say that because it's now it's like, what, what side am I really on? Like, am, am I am I am I burning stuff? It's like no. So 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 that's where it's like, that's where they all playing with the, the masses now, right? That's how they all controlling us. Because because me saying that leaves everybody confused now. Like, you know what I mean? It kind of leaves you confused. Like, wait, so you burning? It's like, no, but that pisses me off. So it's now you got to do all this explaining and backtracking and backpedaling. Mm-hmm. And it just confuses everybody. And I think that's where we are today. No one knows what to believe, what side to be on. Like, it's it's just, it's very confusing. So you have to think for yourself. Like you said, be, be educated, read, read your books, do your own research. And, and sort of become, you know, knowledgeable within yourself to be like, okay, that just doesn't add up you know what i mean like i'm not that retarded like you know what i mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? like so oh yeah hmm. that's so here's my question though yeah <clears throat> so i i ain't never played varsity basketball right you see me? I, we see we see a black screen blackout tuesday <laughs> hey uh, oh, no don't, don't don't do that I'm sorry. so oh, <laughs> well i ain't never played i never played varsity basketball right I could have, but I was lazy. And if I did play varsity basketball, <laughs> chances are I'd probably be on the bench, right? So you two brothers, y'all played varsity basketball. How would y'all feel if y'all were making a decision about whether or not y'all were going to play varsity basketball? I ain't never play. And I'm over here telling you that y'all wrong about the decisions y'all making. How would you feel? Man, how, how do I get it back, fellas? My bad. Uh, try to hit the, uh, the settings button and reattach your webcam. See, Darren, you got I'm the sorry, government you. after us, man. You got the government after us on a Tuesday, man. We ain't, we ain't, we ain't, we ain't making the hump day, man. <laughs> you say, man. You're right, though. I'm, I'm Young sorry, revolutionary. Sorry if, if, you could. Uh, video, no. Uh, all right, so man. the problem is I'm not on my computer. So how about if I left and came back? Would that work? Yeah, try that. If I left it. All right. Hold on. I'll be right back. No doubt. Apologize, fellas. So, so the question still stands, sir. Mm-hmm. So how would I feel if other people who were never in that situation were telling me what to do? I mean, simply, I mean, I feel like this is a very Aquarian answer, but I would, <laughs> I would disregard it because simply because the lack of context, right? It's always easier to be like, oh, you should do X, Y, and Z if you don't have all the, all the parameters type of thing. So mm-hmm. that's that's mm-hmm. how I feel like NBA players feel in certain times as well. Oh, here's the. Yo, what up, D? There you go, fellas. My and bad, then, guys. And then, yeah. yeah. They released you. They released you. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they heard me talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> Cancel this guy, man. <laughs> That's funny. My bad, uh, uh, Josh. What, what was your question? I'm sorry. No doubt. So I said, I, I said, y'all brothers played varsity basketball. I was in the stands chairing. So yeah. I said, if if y'all decided that y'all was going to do something like about varsity basketball, you decided whether or not y'all was y'all wasn't going to return, y'all wasn't going to play, y'all wasn't going to do X, Y, and Z, and I'm over here giving press conferences like, nah, that's wrong, that makes no sense. How would y'all feel about that? Hmm. And go ahead, Josh. You 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 start at, at a high school level or. In general, I mean, in general, high school level, if it was if it was college, yeah, D, if it was in the NBA, yeah, D, I said uh, simply for a lack of context, I'm disregarding it anyway because you're not you're not in those shoes, so you don't you don't see the whole board, 
I mean, because you can't because it's simple information that you're simply not exposed to. So you, you literally have no idea about how that world works and how easy it is to have everything work because the amount of money that's involved. So the way I see it, I, I completely agree with the with the players, because if we're being completely authentic, us understanding media in a very high level way, we're one major news cycle away from this all losing momentum. And the point of and this is essentially them protesting. So I'm looking at them the same way Muhammad Ali protested going to Vietnam. Right. It's to me, it's a parallel concept. So you have to you have to keep that same energy, because let's be honest, if a let's say a massive either a massive spike in the pandemic or some natural disaster, this totally this, you know, change this polar shifts as well that energy is not going to be the same for black lives matter. Even though we don't want to say that concept anymore, food for thought, Mm -hmm. it's not going to have the same momentum. So we're literally one new cycle away. So I think it's really important to capture this moment now to start that change. You gotta, you gotta create a snowball effect because right now this it's snowing, but it's, it's June. The sun's about to come out. Right. Right. And I, I, I totally agree with you there. Like, like you said, no one's going to keep the ball rolling except us. They want it to stop. So they're waiting for that one story, like you said, you know, hopefully it isn't a pandemic or anything. But for something to easily just take this over so they could just, just run with it. You know what I mean? Um, so, again, I would I, I agree with Josh, man, just in terms of you, you just wouldn't be able to understand. Like, you know, you know? It, it, it would be hard. It would be hard to. It would be really hard to. It's almost like when 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 you when 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 people criticize, let's say, coaches who haven't played basketball, and they have so much to say, mm-hmm. they know every damn thing. Mm-hmm. They never tap tap the rim on a on a on a layup. Like <laughs> you give me, they know every damn thing. You be like, but I don't. You ain't never beat nobody to the rim left or right. Like I don't understand. So it it, it that's the kind of you know the. The uh, analogy that you know reckons for me. Hmm. And additionally, I would say what what is also interesting is like certain people eat off of the fact that other people are eating. So, if there's no sports, you know, all these ESPN first take, they, you can't make too many more top five lists. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can't have any too more to debates about stuff that happened in the past already, right? What was the most memorable moment, etc. Like you can't do those things, right? So mm-hmm. a lot of folks are running out of stuff to talk about. A lot of folks are probably losing viewers and viewership. Um, a lot of folks are like, yo, we need sports to come back. Because a lot of people, that's their bread and butter. That's how they have their livelihood. So a lot of folks are like, we need you to come back because we've already lost a lot of revenue. Uh, and we need y'all in order for us to have a job or in order for us to be um, have a legitimate reason for why we shouldn't be let go from our organization. So I'm always wary about, again, follow the money. Follow the money. See who profits from these situations, and you'll understand exactly what's happening. Right, exactly. You 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 hit it right on the head, man. Follow the <laughs> money, Josh. You know where I'm about. To, you know where I was going with that. I think you know where where that where that leads. Rush you hour two. Like, <laughs> no, almost like that. We 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 we, we don't want to. The Black Lives Matter had that's kind of like the iffy subject. Mm. Right now. Oh yeah, where mm-hmm. the donations are going to Act Blue. It's very interesting. Exactly. It's just like, yeah, really? Okay. Okay. That's very interesting. And who controls all that? You know what I mean? So it, 
It's very fishy, man. It's very fishy. But again, you can't really come out to, to say that because so many people are behind that right now. That has to, and again, I'm for the, the 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 solidarity that it brings, right? I'm not behind the political aspect of that hashtag, right? No, no one ever thinks about who funds it, right? They're not thinking that far. They're just like, oh, we all coming together. They're like, yeah, but how are you coming together? Yeah, I, I asked my little cousin that today, actually, or yesterday, last night. And she said, oh, the people funds it. Like, they do, do donations and all, all this. I said, yeah, that's a lot of money who agree with, who like Black Black Lives Matter. You know what I mean? And then I kind of broke it down to her how how I see it. And, you know, it opened her up to, you know, looking at it, looking at it in a different light. Um, but again, she's, what, a junior in college and had no idea. You know what I mean? Or nothing even close to it. So... I can only imagine the masses, you know what I mean? So it's really going to take education and people, you know, sharing and passing information to one another and, you know, having these discussions with people, um, having the uncomfortable conversations with people. I've definitely had those conversations too. Um, I don't think blacks just need to be conversing with each other like that. That's not helping either. Right. And I think we need to talk, talk with everyone, you know, and, and cause everyone is having those tough conversations with each other. White families, black families, everyone is at this point. You know, so it's a very interesting time, man. I hear you. And I think it's um <clears throat> it's important to to lift up the fact that no matter what movement we get involved in or what what um hashtag we put up is important for us to understand exactly what's behind it. Um but there's also let's not get caught up in terms of semantics, right? Um there are some things where the message is important, the messenger might be problematic. There are times when um, the politics might be a little bit, you know, I'm, I'm for the politics, I'm for that struggle, but also find out where the profits are going. Um, because when, we, when we've seen the history, a lot of times, there's plenty of times when um, who benefits off of the black struggle? Um, going back to the whole book, right? Black labor, white wealth. When we talk about these demonstrations and these protests, um, a, lot, a lot of times in a racist capitalistic society, People want to get back to business as usual because they don't want to um, lose any of their bottom line. They don't want people to understand what's been happening. Um, we're miseducated and a lot of things are kept away from us for a reason, because if we actually knew that these things have been happening before Stephen A. Smith for years upon years upon years, but we haven't done anything differently, the question is why? So there's things that we haven't learned. There's things that people have kept from us. There's things that even when we get hip to the game, folks change the game. Even when we get hit mm -hmm. to the movement and the message, folks are being funny with the money and misappropriating funds. Um, so we have to really get involved and understand all different attacks. You have, the, to quote the great philosopher from Philadelphia, Meek Mill, there's yeah. levels to this ish, right? And we need to be well-versed in all the levels. <laughs> we need to, we can't just have one level and think we're so woke because we understand one piece of it. We have to look at everything and understand how one feeds the other or takes away from the other. Um, so I think it's important for us to be a little bit more conscious and cognizant of what's going on right now and not just start hashtagging away without knowing exactly what's going on, but also not throwing away what the movement and the message behind that movement is. Right. Now, I totally agree. Now, let me ask you guys a question. What, how do you, how do we move forward? So what do like ten like what steps like can we actually take like or who makes those steps or who takes those steps who makes those decisions for us like what 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 actually happens or what will make us okay right now? I'm, I'm happy. I mean, for me, I feel like it starts internally with each 
black person in the world understand your value and the leverage that you have and go through life acting you know accordingly with that knowledge because you can't be like oh i'm just gonna try and fit in i'm not trying to you know i'm not trying to disturb too much right i don't want to cause too much trouble because i remember times in the 50s right you know they had black waiters and they weren't allowed to speak to to the to the patrons right now they can speak if spoken to right but again if if they're not comfortable speaking then they're going to be like oh i don't want to cause any trouble so it's to me it's just you really have to understand your value and think about yourself as your own corporation and then make some mergers with some amazing people like how we have right here because that's really is really strength in numbers because again if we're if we're getting to four trillion in economic power now imagine if again I, and I and I love the NBA and I even love the NBA structure as well because it's essentially it's the professionalized AU system, commercialized excuse me, commercialized AU system. So and it and it does give player power and I think that power should be given to NCAA as well. I can actually see colleges let's say succeeding from the NCAA before I see our people and people in the NBA succeeding and creating their own own thing unless you get a lot of black owners then i feel like then we can actually have a, a conversation hmm. and 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 d you talking about specifically with the nba or you talk about specifically as like as black people um just as black people as black people okay and this is this is something i was saving for the next segment but i think that i can use it right now and as y'all know again I like I'm an introvert and you know if I don't have to speak I'm not going to speak. I don't feel like I don't feel like doing all that energy. I'm not going to do it. So, I'll take some quotes from the ancestors. Once again, I always quote this speech from Frederick Douglass. But if you indulge me for a little bit, I will read a little bit more of that excerpt from his speech. It's with the West India Emancipation speech, right? And this is what he suggests. And I think these are ways forward. Um, in addition to what I'm about to read, I would say we need to continue doing what we're doing right now. And that's the problem. The problem is people are trying to distract us from the movement, right? People are trying to say, hey, oh, everything's cool. We hear you. Nah, nah, nah. You really don't hear us. And even more so, you really don't feel us. You don't. And you're lucky you don't feel us because if you did, it'd be a different story, right? So when we think about what needs to be done or what should we do, I'll tell you what we shouldn't do. We shouldn't get distracted. We shouldn't fall back. We shouldn't take our foot off the gas pedal. We need to keep going forward and amplify the movement. But the words from the ancestor Frederick Douglass, and it's a little long, so I apologize, but it's all important. So it reads, the whole history of progress of human liberty shows that all concessions yet made to her august claims have been born of earnest struggle. The conflict has been exciting, agitating, all absorbing, and for the time being, putting all other tumults to silence. It must do this or it does nothing. If there is no struggle, there is no progress. Those who profess to favor freedom and yet deprecate agitation are men who want crops without plowing up the ground. They want rain without thunder and lightning. They want the ocean without the awful roar of its many waters. This struggle may be a moral one or it may be a physical one, and it may be both moral and physical, but it must be a struggle. Power concedes nothing without a demand. It never did and it never will. Find out just what any people will quietly submit to and you have found out the exact measure of injustice and wrong which will be imposed upon them. And these will continue 
till they are resisted with either words or blows or with both. The limits of tyrants are prescribed by the endurance of those whom they oppress. It's already written. We already know what we have to do. And now that we're doing it, folks are scared. So we can't get distracted. We know what to do. The ancestors have paved the way they laid it out. There's no reason why we should still be where we are, realizing, yes, there's still systemic racism, realizing, yes, there's still institutional oppression, but the problem is we really suffering from internalized oppression or we are like, oh, we, we marched for about two weeks. I'm tired. Nah, nah. So we have to keep pressing forward. That's what we need to do. And the ancestors already got the blueprint. We just got to read. But again, the schools keep these things from us. Other people keep things from us. People getting kicked off of Twitter when they start sharing knowledge, right? So we have to make sure it's about ownership. It's about that vertical integration. It's about sharing knowledge, sending books to one another, doing what we're doing right now, rapping, having real conversations, and really inspiring each other to do better. And by doing better, I'm not saying that we're not good enough. I'm saying that we actually need to do a little bit more and not be afraid and be fearless like our ancestors were. Absolutely. And I mean, for me... Did either y'all know who Jane Elliott was before this situation? Because I certainly didn't. Um, no, I can't say I did. I didn't know who she was, but she 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 puts everyone in the place that they need to be in. <laughs> like wow, Very articulate, straightforward way, man. Like and she's I, a good and voice for sure. And you know, I, I learned about her just again. I think it was probably maybe sophomore year in college to junior year in college, that's when I really started to get into education because I realized there was a difference between schooling and education. And I realized that I didn't hate education. I hated schooling because um, it was whitewashed and people hiding information from me, um, you know, all those things. So I, I learned about Jane Elliott. In fact, at my former institution, we actually used her experiment for a teaching. So we did the, the brown eye, blue eye experiment. Well, excuse me, not experiment, experience. <clears throat> So we use that. Um, and it was eye opening, pun intended, for a lot of different people. So that's just pretty much what happened. Is uh, everything all right over there, Brother D? Sound like GTA. <laughs> <laughs> the purge started. It's, it's like graduation, and so they're riding around. Up there. Oh, that's what's up. Congrats to the grads. Uh, I Yo, think one's close. Side note, though, I mean, this is side note. I'm not trying to take us off a tangent, but graduations now have sirens and all this stuff. And they talk about drive by graduations. I just I can't get with that. I can't really commit. Yeah, to that's, that. that's what's that's happening rough. right now. They come yeah. down the block right now. Yeah, that language. And then the sirens, you got drive by graduations and then you got the <laughs> sirens going. It's like it's. I get- I, I can't get with it. I can't get. No, with I got to. I got to. And I'm in education. Virtual ceremonies and all that. It's like, That's man, we live in a different time, man. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah, but but I, I, yeah, I, Jane I Elliott. She's the goat. She's doing. She's doing work. She's doing work. Absolutely. And someone else was doing work in uh, the media. Let's say the <laughs> governor of New York was a. Uh, straddling the fence let's say he said pack up the protest very interesting sentiment sir 
He suggests protesters, excuse me, protesters pack it up in light of new reforms. There's that political jargon that people really don't understand. <laughs> people are still out protesting. You don't need to protest. You won. Congratulations. <laughs> you won. So nice had to repeat it twice for the indoctrination sequence to work. You accomplish your goal. Society says you're right. You're valid. Your opinion is valid. The police need systemic reform. Hashtag defund the police. Now, I don't know about y'all, but especially with our, our age group, the first thing I thought of when I heard this was this. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I was like Black Bush from Chappelle. You yeah. see me coming on that thing? He that 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 messed me up, bro. He was doing so well. Right. <laughs> like in terms of like in terms of like the people. The people loved was was loving him. You know, every day he was, you know, making the president sound, you know, like a third grader, just you know what I mean, just very articulate and feeling compassion for people and things of that nature. Then to say that, bro, like we're it's like now you just it makes me that's like the Drew Drew Brees statement. It's like, bro, <laughs> where have you been, bro? Are you kidding me? So what have you been saying? All this crap you've been saying is just a lie, or 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 piggybacking up with what, what, what Mitch just said. They want us to do this for two weeks, and it to be over so they can get back to their business as usual. And this is why I'm with Kyrie and everybody who's just like, no. Let's keep disrupting this and make this as confusing for everybody other than us. You get me? So 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 they can figure it out and, and maneuver and like either get with it or go over there and like do I don't know, but get out of here, man, because it, it, it's just not good for for our for our culture. But for for Cuomo to say that because we have two three reforms, some statues been broken down. It that that, that was a very immature like he shouldn't have did that, man. Or and he should have re- definitely retracted that statement in, in some way because that's very irresponsible, man. Irresponsible for so many people to be like be on your and again, I know people who reform and people who still don't like him, you know, before that statement anyway. But but I feel like the the majority of the masses like liked hearing him speak every day on tv you know they felt some sort of comfort you know what i mean like he understands us you know you know Cuomo for president and things of that nature but that was just it irresponsible man it's never over it's never sit down you know what i mean so again when i hear stuff like that what do you think goes through my mind it's like okay turn up the volume people like you know put the bass on turn to some tremble turn the triple to nine you me, give me some some bad like shake the room like you know so it was irresponsible in my opinion oh drew so so like it's my home state of new york right and it's like hold up did the protesters go to nasa hop on a spaceship go to the moon and come back for him to say mission accomplished are the protesters on the prices right? What did they win? I'm confused. I'm really, what, what, really what confused. Happened? Like, what like, happened to the point where it's like protesters pack it up? Pa- like, what are they packing up? Their signs, their anger and frustration. Like, what are you talking about? So it seems like my my man, if I understand New York State correctly, you know, there's some spaces that are a little bit more 
you know, liberal leaning. There are other spaces that are a little bit more conservative, et cetera. I think he's doing his best moderate centrist approach to pander to all sides, right? Um, He's legislating on all sides, you know? Um, So when you're thinking about that, it almost reminds me of like uh, Clinton administration doing triangulation and really trying to hit all the parts so you can really be seen as a good person or a person who's doing the work from all of your constituents. Um, Mm -hmm. But there's some things that really bother me about language in general. So the, the, the thing that bothers me is particularly when we talk about language, for example, let's talk about police, let's talk about politicians, and let's talk about protesters. If I said pol- police, you probably have some type of thought in your mind. If I said politicians, you probably have some thought in your mind. If I said protesters, you probably have some thought in your mind. Might be a positive or a negative connotation. It might be both. It might be a little bit more nuanced. But at the end of the day, all those things that I just mentioned are people. It's people. It's not like there's some evil alien fighting this other person. We're all people at the end of the day. We take off uniforms. We step outside of our offices. We're all people at the end of the day. So, again, language, all these things is even more divisive sometimes when it's trying to actually divide and detract and distract people from what we're actually trying to get accomplished, particularly those folks who are protesting. Um, So language can be divisive and used to justify unjust actions. So telling somebody they won something can distract them from the fact that they've been losing for years and they're still losing. Nothing has changed. I don't care if you make a little bit of reform. Put it this way. There's plenty of times where in my line of work, there are folks who put up safe space stickers. Yet people who are in those spaces don't care about LGBTQ people. In fact, they're even more bigoted towards them. There's times when people might put up a Black Lives Matter sign on their lawn, but at the same time, they don't care about them and they say the N-word all the time. So when we talk about what's performative and we talk about what people are trying to do, particularly politicians during this time, are they for the people or are they against the people and really for institutional policies and practices that not only oppress people, but put them in office where they can reap the benefits of privilege? It reminds me of, and I'm not going to blast nobody, but it reminds me of a, a black state senator I came across and he was giving a story to some eighth grade students and he he had the audacity to come out of his mouth and say white privilege is a myth in front of a bunch of eighth grade students many of which were white and said white privilege is a myth and let me tell you how he justified it he said hey you know i've been in a car i've been speeding police have pulled me over and nothing's happened in fact i didn't even get a ticket that has nothing to do with your race it has everything to do with your position you politician you so when we talk about certain things, we can't put these politicians on a pedestal the same way we shouldn't put athletes, musicians, etc., on a pedestal to be like the speaker of all things. We need to hold folks accountable in those positions, but we can't put them on a pedestal. He's become a celebrity in a lot of respects, particularly because his brother on CNN. So they have all these opportunities where you get likable, people fall in love with you, the idea of you. Oh, look at Uncle Cuomo. Look at him. Oh, Drew. And then all of a sudden, all these things are happening in these closed door meetings that we're not privy to. And then you pop out saying, you can go home now. You won. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, come on now. <laughs> right. right. It reminds me of uh, of the Dave Chappelle special. Uh, what, what you said. He's like, what, why, why, why do you need me right now? Why do the people need me as a comedian right now telling jokes? The people need who each other. The streets need the streets. Like, they, they got this. Like you know what I mean? I'll 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 do what I need, but I, I'm not. I don't need to be the voice. Like, mm-hmm. and, and, and I, I agree with you totally. I mean, he he's the goat anyway. So 
Oh, yeah. That, that was awesome. That was this awesome. is it's a grassroots movement, man. It's a grassroots mm-hmm. movement. It's coming from the ground. And usually, usually these are some of the most effective ones because there's a lot of people at the bottom. There's a lot mm-hmm. of people at the bottom. It's just right. that because people start to tell folks that you're above this person, you're above that person. And we don't realize that we're all like this. Right. We're all people like confidence. this. And everybody else up here. Exactly. Right. People confidence. They start to believe it. And it's just getting down on themselves. And, and it, it plays, man. And that's how you create them. Some levels, you know. Absolutely. So it's a, it's a positive, self fulfilling prophecy. So that's what the privilege gives you. But when you're on the other side of that coin, when you're being oppressed, and it's quite obvious at this point, it's you're cr- literally creating environments that cause perpetual PTSD. Mm-hmm. And I think a better a better statement from Cuomo would be those of you who are being provocateurs, those of you who are co-opting peaceful protesters, those of you who are not trying to bring about true change in a respectful and um, like real manner, you should talk to those people, talk to those organizations because the real people, they're in the streets. Now, when they're provoked, they have a right to defend themselves. And when they're provoked, as any human being would, you're not just gonna let that happen. So there's a lot of things that we need to talk about. You can't just say, go home. Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. Um, people are still being killed, literally. Like, a few things happened this week. Um, right. I'm sure police I'm sure police are still wilding in New York City. NYPD been, been crazy for years, for years, right. right? And it's like, okay, what are we going to do? To the point where it's like, if you don't listen to people now, if you don't listen to people now and allow them to protest and release their anger and frustration in that peaceful manner, what are you ready for? Because it's like, come on now. Come on, folks have been demanding justice for years and no one's listening. So what did we win? Nothing. This ain't great adventure, B. Keep your bugs buddy. I'm good. <laughs> exactly. That's my point, man. So when everyone keeps saying, oh, 400 years and it. Y'all, y'all proving the point that we are trying to make. We are. We don't want to be another four hundred years. Like the meme. What's the meme? Uh, 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 my my daughter's eight. You know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. It's a, a generational thing. Like I don't want to be telling my grandkids and everybody else about the same shit. My great 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 grandmother and we still doing the same stuff, man. That's mm-hmm. that's old. That's tiring. Like we really need to like change something. No, that's real. Tech technology is advancing and shit. Like so things going forward and shit. You know? It's like, come on, man. That's so real. And to amplify that point about the meme you're talking about, like I think about it. My mother was born the same year Emmett Till was murdered. Wow. Right. Mm-hmm. And then she's born in nineteen fifty five, right? And then you 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 understand that she grew up during the civil rights era. She grew up seeing the assassinations of MLK, of Mar- of, of Malcolm X. You you see the assassination of even you know, the Kennedys, you see all these things happening. And then we see all the stuff that's happened in our lifetime. We think about, for me in New York City, the police were always doing crazy stuff. Amadou Diallo, Abner Louima, um, Sean Bell, like the list goes on. And there's just so many things that keep happening, keep happening, keep happening, keep happening. So shame, shame on people such as a sass, mm. right? Over here talking about certain things, like it's going to continue to happen. Yeah, fam, with that energy is going to continue to happen because we're right. not doing anything to stop it. Duh. Right, right. Now, now, now. Let's say if I mean, they probably wouldn't do this. This would be big. Let's say those big guys, like Stephen A. Shannon Sharps, all of them, you know, who who has prominent figures 
or prominent figures or prominent roles on television every day. How about they? No, not today. I don't, I'm a blackout. Well, how about they all did something crazy? You know what I mean? Like where where are those people instead of the ones just just criticizing or you know are talking about this person or that person? Like they probably are doing something. I'm not saying they probably they aren't doing anything, but like show us, you know, instead of. I guess criticize, even though it's your job criticizing and this and that, but prove to us what what we should do then instead of go back to work. Like no, you know, people don't people don't want to go back to work, bro. People aren't mm-hmm. making the million the millions like you, Stephen. He's the highest paid like commentator what? on ESPN. T- Ten million a year for him to say that. Like, yeah, you know, it's it's very easy. Just go back to work, man. Get it over with, bro. What are you talking about? No. We cannot go back to work right now. Shake the room. Pop smoke need to be here. (laughs) (laughs) So what do you think we should do, guys, in terms of if we were, let's say, pitching to the NBA? What would you? So my solution would be don't play the rest of the season, obviously. But at the same time, a couple players got upset. And justifiably so, because after all, you did sign a contract when they weren't getting paid their full 100%. But the money has to come from somewhere. For me, it's like the argument for women's basketball. We're not saying it's less valuable. It's just not getting the same type of attention. So you got to get that attention in order to have that value in the marketplace to get that paid that type of money. It's, it's as simple as that. It's just To me, it's supply and demand. But at the same time, I agree with their sentiment. But... D and I both know and mix you can understand this concept as well just as a human being right if you're a pro athlete you got to be in the gym every single day like mamba mentality right so these players are still working out even though we don't see them working out they're still working out so my suggestion is you just uh uh capture that Capture those behind-the-scenes moments in the locker room. You see people working you see LeBron opening up the gym at 5 a.m. And then leaving at 9 you could show all that and you could pay for a subscription service and just view all of that, right? But it's a organized and collective protest with the NBA, the players, and the owners that, no, we're not going to be playing. But at the same time, it is a business, right? But we're still going to give value, but we're not going to do that because we're not ready to go back to that. Interesting. Interesting, interesting point. I, I, honestly, I haven't even... You know, I'm talking about people as well, but I haven't, th- I don't know. It's not to say I haven't thought about it. I, I don't know what steps to, to sort of take. Now, I like where you just went with that. Like, that's like, that is a solution, you know? Like, no, we don't want to play, but we know it's our job. So we'll give them, like you said, some behind the scenes access and things that we might not, almost like a Jor- the Jordan document, docu-series type, Cause, type, type. Exactly. Because like, these are right? all things they're going to so, be doing anyway. Right. So, but to my point, just kind of backpedal a little bit, right? I wanted to bring it up, right? Who wants to play? They're playing in empty arenas, man. As we all athletes, football, from football, basketball, whatever. You want to play in front of fans, right? You you practice all week, like you said. People, you're practicing right now, but nobody know you're practicing. Nobody know you in the gym, right? That who? That's not what being an athlete is. You practice to perform your skills in front of a crowd. Right, you get you get your energy from people, your fans, the screaming, the the yelling, the you smell the concessions, the popcorn, like you know the buzz, like and the venue playing into, at the garden, right? The 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 garden, they 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 walk they they they're walking into the same empty arena. It's like AAU tournament slash 
the wreck game at 7 a.m. on Saturday morning. Like, you know, that's that's like what I get from what they're trying to do. And come on. like And, and, and for me, that right there is going to lead to, like I said earlier, excuse after excuse after excuse. Uh, we didn't win because of this. We I, I stuck because of this. Uh, you know what I mean? It's just for players, there's going to be so many excuses. But sorry to, to kind of jump back there. But that's – No doubt. I, I meant to no that. doubt. And I agree with all you. And my thing is this. Yo, Silk, um, you you ever get a uh, did you ever get forty acres in a mule? I did not. D, you get did you were you given forty acres in the mule? No, no, sir. Wait, I, either one of y'all catch a uh, get a reparations check yet? Sure, did not. Uh, um, does the does the does the Constitution for the United States of America benefit you the same way it benefits others? Sure, does not. Really not. So we talking about contracts? <laughs> contracts, <laughs> man. Those contracts, man. I don't care what's in there. I don't care if the force majeure contact on um, um, where it's like, oh, the act of God, whatever. I don't care. If you want a real act of God, keep playing games. Keep playing games. You're gonna get a real act of God. So what I'm saying is, in this moment, this is this this is probably there's, there's probably not gonna be another moment like this, in the sense of the leverage that players have right now for them to know that they are the talent. They are the folks that people come to see. Ain't nobody right. checking for Adam Silver sitting in the crowd. No one care about right. James Dolan dumb behind acting up. You you you're, not going, right away. you're not going to the store to buy Adam Silver right? like blazer. You right? know what I mean? With his name on it. Get out of here with that, man. Ain't nobody no one checking for y'all. So the players need to bond together. And this is the problem because it's always that one person who wanna do for self. Like they need to get a group mentality, get together and say, we're going to stand together. We're going to stand tall. Here's our list of demands. And if you say no, let's take it to the courts. Y'all got pockets. Y'all got pockets. Y'all want to go tie this up in litigation? I know the NBA got pockets too, but y'all as a collective got dough. So if y'all really want to make a stance right now, there's so many ways you can swing it. And if you need somebody to be a part of that team, holla at your boy. We can talk. <laughs> All I'm saying is there are so many things that can come from this moment whether it's talking about the vertical integration whether it's talking about guess how many people who are black in the nba well guess what as a collective buying power we're going to make sure that we want this percentage given to black owned businesses we want to make sure these contracts are this we want to make sure these black media outlets are able to televise a game we want to make sure that we have these hbcus who have talent they don't have to worry about having to go to these big name division one schools. They're going to the HBCUs and you're going to draft them. All these pieces, so many things that folks can do right now. They have the power. The fallacy is, and the fear is, I can't do it. We can't do it. We can't stand up to all these owners. We can't stand up to the commission. Exactly. F that. Exactly. And that's the point. Like I was just jotting a note so I won't forget. And like, that's the point. What you were just saying, as you were saying it to me, like, I would love all that stuff to happen. But how foreign does that sound? Like, that sounds like a dream. Like, nah, we ain't never getting that stuff. Like, well, how can we be? You get what I'm saying? Like, how do I even approach that situation for, like, uh, the masses is, like, how, what I'm, how I'm thinking for right now, right? So it's like all those thoughts is so foreign, and it leads to, again, we can't do that. Like, you know what I mean? And, it, and that's it, the it, thing. It's, it's, it's hot for five minutes, and you, like, you really start thinking about it. Like, nah, we ain't going to get that done. Like, you, let's not even attempt that, you know? Especially when we have people like Stephen A saying we shouldn't. So my thing is, every other culture and community does it. And if you think about who gets the manufacturing jobs, where, where are jerseys made? 
Probably over there. Probably overseas, over right? Yeah. Probably overseas, like what? Asia, right? Probably all the different, all the different places in Asia. Whether well, some things are taking place in Taiwan, some things are taking place, you know, in um in in, in Beijing. There's a number of different things that are taking place, right? So you mean to tell me that yet again, the black folks who are bringing in all the talent and the IP, the intellectual property, the likeness, etc., are not getting paid for their likeness. Other people are continuing to profit off of the culture. The same way the United States of America continues to profit off of slavery is the same way that people keep exporting black talent, exporting black culture, and we're not getting any of the profit. Like, we need to say those days are over. Mm. People over here clowning LeVar Ball. No, contract that dude. Give him some money so he can actually have Triple B across where he's sponsoring. Then his name he is need, on the bill. He, uh, he, he needs a handler, though. He, he definitely needs a handler. <laughs> he needs a handler. But, but he, what, he, I'm uh, is, what I'm but saying is, what I'm saying is, I like the the ruckus, the the organized chaos, kind of. You know what I mean? It's like a, you know. And if I and if I was to push back though, the question would be, why does he need a handler? Because we got these white folks out here running wild. There's one person I know who definitely needs a handler, but he's surrounded by Secret Service. He ain't handling nothing. <laughs> True. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, bro. I'm just, I'm just saying, bro. He know. Come on. He knows. He knows. He, 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 I, he knows. I want all of the smoke. I want all of his smoke because what he's doing right. is like, get out my face. I'm an unapologetic bald black brother. That's probably what BBB right. stand for. Let me stop. Anyway, all I'm saying is, <laughs> we need some riders now. We can't sit here and play games like we. I want. The commissioner right, to step right. down and name someone who's black to be the commissioner. I want so, James Dolan to sell the team to a black person. I, this, these are our demands, D. So, so, so you down with? I'm early in this before we start. I was like, all right, Shannon Sharp is, is our guy. Like, we down with him speaking for us. So, you down with Levar Ball speaking for you? No, I'm not down with Levar Ball <laughs> speaking for me per se. Per se, I'm again. We all have roles to play. Now. I'm not going to be the one playing basketball. I'll tell you that much. You're trying to win or you're trying to lose. <laughs> I'm not the guy for the job if you're trying to win. <laughs> However, I'm going to get in where I fit in and make sure that all these things are done correctly. Put me in the room when we're negotiating. Put me in the room. You, I'll, I'll be the spokesperson. LeVar Ball got, the, he got the, the, the ends right now. Put me in that camp. We good. We good. Yeah. I will go and speak on the behalf of, of the BBB. I get what you're saying. It makes sense. But yeah, again, I'm all for again anything shaking the room and making people nervous. <laughs> yes, I'm for it, man. Because you're nervous for a reason. Why? Why are you so nervous? Why are you so threatened by me wanting something that's that you can that we both can have? Like, why does that threaten you so much? You know? And that, and and that's the mentality we have to get. Like, we have to get out of our mind that the white man's ice is colder. We have mm. to get out of our mind that our black-owned businesses are less than. We have to we have to get that out of our mind. So there's a lot of things that are prohibiting us from actually uniting and forming cooperative economics within our community because of all the things we've been fed. So we need to decolonize our own minds and get back to basics and understand exactly where we came from. And it wasn't from chains, right? We were kings and queens. We had all the riches, all the money. So when we think about all these things, we have to remember those stuff and and say, you know what? Now's the time for us to build and do for self. Like. If, if the NBA was like, we're not going back, then what? Like, for real, there's plenty of times I'll never forget. And I had some folks, and again, this is, this is not NBA level, but I was at one of my former institutions, 
and folks weren't being treated right. There was a lot of racial incidents that were happening on campus. I said, listen, you done caught me in the wrong month, particular, because it was February. What? And I worked in, I worked in college counseling. I'm like, I will leave my job. People keep playing games. I talk with my wife. I'm like, we good? We're going to be all right. We got good credit. We can get along. I will leave my job. And then guess what? People are going to be mad because their white children are not going to have a college counselor that they paid so much money for when they paid this tuition for this private prestigious institution that they're going to get upset and they're going to talk to the head of school, etc. I was ready to risk it all. Again, different type. But I would argue that mine is a little bit more hungry because I don't got that type of money. I don't. Right, so right. what are right. folks willing to sacrifice? I'm not just saying let's yap, yap, yap. Let's actually do something. So when Stephen A is talking about, oh, do something, do something, that's a form of doing something. It just doesn't have money involved, and that's why you have a problem. Mm, that's a good point. Absolutely. I love that. I mean, to me, that would be that would be a lot of fun to do. I mean, because, again, if the NBA players do it, if NFL players do it, and then it'll just create a momentum. I mean, they're not doing it in Europe, though, but... You know, it, I feel like it's uh, more of our problem here specifically for us to do something here. <laughs> Easy. One statement you need to make. If you don't want to, if you, if you want to take the attention off of you, one statement you need to make. And maybe, I don't know. I don't know if, if, if I'm trying to reclaim Stephen A, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe he was trying to drop little hints saying if it's about the coronavirus, telling people, y'all should talk about the coronavirus. Y'all should talk. I don't know if he was saying that because if it's me, I'm saying, Due to the fact that COVID-19 has demonstrated and proven that it disproportionately affects Black, African-American, blah, 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 we do not think it's safe for us to return in any way, form, or fashion. Therefore, we will be sitting out the remainder of this. I understand there might be some contractual obligations that they have to go against, but you can fight that in court. So are you willing to put out that statement and then go through the due diligence to fight things in court? A lot of things happen because what was fought in court. Brown versus Board of Education, what was fought in court, right? So when we think about these things, what are folks willing to do? Who are the people in power? If you want us to put you on a pedestal as one of those superstars, put up, put up or shut up. So I want people to actually put up, do what you got to do, because they, they got leverage. They got leverage. That's true. I guess what I would be worried about by that approach, and I think it would be a brilliant approach, is that the news cycles would then pick up on that and then we would lose that momentum again. That would be the new news cycle. And that's and that's where we need to continue to fund those independent Black-owned media outlets. Yeah. And a lot of times we have to make sure that we actually get together and do our, our own media, that we are mm-hmm. actually doing these things. So it has to be levels, like I said. It has to be ways that we occupy all of it. But them as a collective have so much power, they bring in trillions, trillions of dollars. So how do you say, you know what? We good. We willing to actually spend some of our own money to make a statement. Or if you want to go play ball, what are the things that you're going to negotiate in a part of the next like players agreement? You have lockout for other stuff. How about you have a lockout for something else? Mm, right. That see, that's a brilliant point. Hey, there's already precedent. Yeah, yeah. That's that's legal precedent, literally. Right. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. I'm praying, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's all we can do right now. Um I'm hopeful. I I I think we'll we'll get it together. I think it's like as long as people keep 
taking those steps that's going against the grain sort of and not with the majority like people are so you know start to feel like okay i understand i understand this could be really powerful this is a powerful thing like we really control controlling things like you know um i think once people really grasp that idea like because some people just literally can't think that mm. far that big like you know like they need some other they need to see something they need to see something else happen before it clicks you know so i think once these things start to happen or fall into place which i think they are um we'll start to see some some sort of change but nba no we don't need to play and como and then I have a I have a question for the young pharaoh in the room. Are there are there any you know organization within the Greek life, Black Greek life for, I guess for solutions or any type of any organization or leadership? Oh yeah, so there's a number of different fraternities sororities um, who are doing the work. Um, they're always involved. One of the things that each of us are committed to is community service. I know for, for my fraternity, Alpha Phi Fraternity Incorporated, um, it's for, uh, it's, uh, we're really a lift up servants of all. Um, and we try to make sure that we can, um, you know, really do community college, I mean, community events. And for one of the things we have is go to high school, go to college. So we're really trying to get into schools and help the youth. I think now is a time when we have these conversations that we need to have, which is similar to like, you know, the My Brothers Keepers Initiative and things like that, that we've been doing for a while, where we're trying to really pour into young young youth. It's not just it's not just those who identify as male, it's, um, it's young youth in general, um, particularly those of color from similar communities that we're from. Um, and just trying to let them know what's going on, because folks are watching this the same way we're watching this. Um, there's also folks out there who are marching. There's also folks out there who are donating to certain causes, organizations. Um, and it's really about representation and showing up. Um, and what we've talked about before, and I think there's been many people who've called for this. So the same way I've been calling for folks in the NBA to do X, Y, and Z, there's been a call that's always gone out for those who are part of the Divine Nine, Black Greek organizations, for them to put together money for whatever it might be. We can raise money as organizations to donate to bail funds for those who might be protesting, get let, uh, get locked up, to, 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 to give money to those legal defense teams uh, to support people who might not have the funds to actually pay for um, you know, their legal counsel. So there's a number of different things that is already taking place um, and there's other opportunities to get involved, but it's really about pooling our resources. We don't do that enough. We have so much buying power. I can't remember, 1.4 trillion, something, something in the trillions as a, as a black community. We have so much buying power. So if, if, if cash is king and green is the currency and the language of the land, how do we make it work for us as opposed to giving it to someone else and allowing them to continue to steal steal from us all the labor all the things we've done so that's that's my question that's always my challenge um and no matter where i am i'm always picking up my people always i'm i'll be getting people's faces particularly now please i'm i'm telling people like it is i don't got time i don't have patience bro listen me you and me both man listen i don't one one time you got it mm-hmm just keep it moving bro Got it. Now I want to hear the apology, the statement after. He grown ass man. Oh, excuse me. You know, he grown, grown human being, man. <laughs> you know, you know, you know what you said. Mm-hmm. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have time for none of that right now because, uh, like, who? Somebody always. I'm not sure if it's one of my friends or someone we all may know, but it's like we're we're too forgiving. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're forgiving. We're so nice. I mean, and like me personally, I'm a, like 
nice person too. So like naturally I'm forgiving, like I'm just a forgiving people. So I understand it. Like you just want to be nice to everybody be, so everyone can be all la la, giggle gaga. But everyone's not like that, man. Talk we about need it. to we need to get past that, man. And I think once we get the and, and again it, it it's not like don't be mean. Like you know it's not like I'm not saying be mean, but it's like take that for what it is. And, and here's the real to that, Darren. Put it in it, a compartment and, and and leave it there, and take it out when you need it. When you need to go back to it, like remind yourself who that person really is. You go get it. Like that's how I look at it. And I'm glad you mentioned that too, because when we talk about forgiveness, we're so quick to forgive everyone else except ourselves oh, and our people. Yes, hard on ourselves. Exactly. We're not hard. On, we we we're not hard on anybody else. We hard on ourselves and people in our own community. We we will hold grudges forever. If, if I go to one place as a black owned business. And they took five minutes too long with my food. I'm not going back. But if it's like, you know, when you go to other places, they can treat you like whatever. You're like, I'm just happy I got a seat at this establishment. Like, it's right. just certain things where it's exactly, an issue. Exactly. It's an issue. So it's like, we, need to, we really need to be introspective in this moment and think about that. We can't have a mass movement if we don't move together. We just can't. Facts, man. Yeah, that's big facts. Yeah, man. Well, it was good rapping with you, D. Absolutely. <laughs> so, oh, guys, dog. word, man. Always, man. How how long how long have we been here? About an hour and some change. There, definitely good talk, man. I would definitely again. This is, uh, this will be my first, my first live, I guess, podcast. I mean, not not first live. Me and me and me and Josh, <laughs> like on, a, on a person. You know, like that was like my first. You know, getting warmed up to it. But I, 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 I really enjoy the conversations. Um, obviously with Vending Machine. Um, our, the publication, like, we'll be doing more of it in terms of, you know, getting articles out and I'll be probably doing stuff like this with, you know, in the reverse, you know, having you guys on and just having people talk and having discussions and just, again, just keep this narrative going. I'm all for it because it's so easy to do, right? Word. It's easy, right? It's easy to pass information and, and everyone, and that's another thing. We don't want to, we, we, we're too forgiving. And we like to hold stuff from each other, like information that we know can benefit someone else. Word, right? word, real rap, real like we, rap. We, we 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 just hold on to it, like ah, nah, let me again. You might hold on to it, maybe try it, see if it works. See if it works. If it works, then all right, let 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 your homie get some too. Let your let let the homie over there get a little piece, right? That's how we all gonna kind of elevate together. Not one black person gonna be the the the, the one main rich like that's just ridiculous man so if someone's really trying to become that person by holding the, whatever they think they have secrets or you know inside information or just you know just knowledge in general that's not helping at all you know so i think we we, we definitely need to continue to talk um share information and, and educate each other because I, I don't know everything you know what i mean i'm pretty sure like, we can all bounce 100 percent, 100 percent. so i'm all for it man Yo, that's a great point. So essentially what D's talking about is the concept of beta testing. And it, I guess it's kind of poetic in black society where we have a lot of alphas. It's hard to come collectively come together and beta test. But we need a lot of beta testers. That's that's really how we're going to collectively grow together. I know how it's work, right? I know how it could work, right? If everyone considers themselves a boss, mm. it could work. Like you said earlier, CEOs and uh, consider yourself a company, right? If everyone considers themselves a company, like I'm, I'm a boss. I'm the boss of something or whatever that is in your realm. Why couldn't it work? Your ego should be gone. I'm a boss too. 
I'm a, I'm a CEO just like you. Now, like, how, let's let's be let's have CEO talk now. I think it's mm-hmm. a mind it's a mind it's a mind frame it's a mindset. It know? definitely is. It's it's that shift from competition or competitive to collaborative, Ooh. and understanding that we need to build this synergy together. And you know, the thing that folks don't want to see, the thing that scares them the most, whether it's whether it's black folks together or whether it's even worse when it starts to black brown white everybody together. Folks are scared when there's unity. Mm. Folks are scared when there's unity. You know what I mean? And not to be cheesy, but when you talk about community, right, you can't have a, a real community if there's no unity. So when we keep talking about the black community, is there any unity? Are we united? Do we have an operation or a mode of operation? Do we have a protocol? Do we move in the same way? Are we moving toward the same goal? Realizing that there's different paths to get there. Realizing that we need different positions and players to get there. But are we moving in the same direction? Because some of these cats, they either don't got a compass or their compass broke. It been broke. Mm. They don't know which way is which. Or even worse, they on the other team. And they're trying to shoot in the basket. And it's like, nah, fam, you can't be on our side. Exactly. And and I, I think once if once people get the feeling of like, I, it's like being on a winning basketball team, right? Being on the winning basketball team and you know everyone's position, you know y'all just good. It's a feeling of just like, Ah, uh, you you don't gotta worry about nothing. There's no ego. You just like, yeah, we gonna kick their ass, <laughs> and you just have that with confidence. And it's it, it's it's like a warm, it's, like, it's it's a comforting feeling. It's real comforting. Like, you know what I mean? And I think like that's how the world should be. Everyone should just, it should be comforting to each other, not so much competition. Sure, I'm sure people are gonna want what they want, you know, in terms of you know lifestyle habits and things of that nature. But it should all be comforting, man. We should all be uplifting each other, man, for sure. It's real. Absolutely. And guys, thank you once again for joining us. And D, thank you for coming and sharing your wisdom and your truth. We appreciate the the real my bro. I appreciate you guys. Now I appreciate you guys. You know, I I try to give it as real as I can. I probably wasn't on on this, on mine right here. (laughs) Yo, it's gonna change. You know what I'm saying? Drink champs type vibe. Like we 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 going. No Joe doubt. button the couch type. Stuff. <laughs> know, we're going all the way in, right? Nah, but I appreciate you guys, man. I, 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 I like what you guys are doing. Obviously, I'm always a supporter of, you know, the fellas. So just continue to do, man. Let me know what I can do to help. And could you also give people a synopsis of Vending Machine, please? Uh, Sure. So Vending Machine uh, Media is a, a marketing, media marketing. Uh, and, and, and publishing company. Um, we produce, uh, market, create, we create content um, for, for brands, businesses, artists, um, for, for whatever the need may be. So it's more, it's more of a consulting thing and whatever the need may be, we kind of uh, cater to that need. Um, and we also have a publication, so vendormachine.com, which is sort of an online publication where we, we we create content around culture, around these topics, um, sports, fashion, travel, uh, just things of that nature. So it's a whole little, you know, little conglomerate that I've sort of put together. Um, that That's just my baby, man. I've been working on it for, for a little while now, and it's it's kind of cool to see it come together in, like, this form where I've, like, you know, you, you, proposals and actually business. So hmm. it's been a long time coming, man. So it's it, I'm really it's 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 been a long time coming and actually you know what's funny one of the conversations before i 
stopped like the work, the corporate world was with, was with Mr. Green. Ah. Mm, mm. Shout I think out to I Jay told, Green, I, baby. Absolutely. I told Josh about that conversation. Remember, I was working on Wall Street still and just confused. I, I, I won't go into the conversation. Maybe we can lead that to another episode, but I'll just like a little shortly. I was uh, working on Wall Street still and I didn't really know. It wasn't me. You get what I'm saying? I was just doing it. Like, and I wasn't really happy. So I hadn't seen him in a long time. I was commuting back and forth from New Jersey. I seen him in Penn Station. And he was like, oh, you know, he's the man. We embrace all, all kind of love. He's like, come by the office. Went by his office maybe a couple of weeks later, you know, just kind of catching him up on where I was. We hadn't seen each other in years. And talking about VM, I still had VM at the time, but I was working, you know, building in. He was like, dude, man, you're doing so great. Like, man, like, I'm happy for you. Dude, I was sitting across from him like, <laughs> no, like I'm not happy. Like something's wrong. Like I, I don't know what, what's going on here. So from we had from the end of that conversation, like that that's kind of been this takeoff on, on the real. Like that was the conversation, and a couple of days later, something happened, and boom, it was boom. It, it kind of just took off from there. Um, but that was just a little story and dope. No doubt. And where, yo, which who did your logo? Um. It's actually my design, man. Hey, now. So I had, so I'm good at sort of sketching or visualizing what I want, right? So I, I, I sent it to an artist, right? And I was like, well, I want this. And I, this was what, what I was describing. And through a couple of different back and forths, he got it. And it was it, man. That was it. That's dope. That's dope. I, 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 I want that VM to be in. Yeah, yeah. My wife could correct me. She could correct me, but um, that also looked like one of them heartbeats, like a little heartbeat. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, we're, so, that, so that's we're dope, man. To, so vending machine, the publication again. It, it, it's it's like the pulse, right? The pulse of the, the community, pulse, right? The, the pulse of the community. The the the, the 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 heartbeat of sort of what's going on. The the vending machine, right? You come to this machine and you may get. You know, this, that, and the third, you, you pick and choose what you want. You might not like to travel or, you know, or the, the, the content over there. So you may be focused on, on this piece of content. So that's kind of the concept of vending machine. Absolutely. Brilliant, brother. And, Brilliant. and by the way, Mix, your boy did come up with that tagline for Brother D. And Brother D, if you want any guest writers, you, you pick the right place, sir. Bro. That's what I'm saying. Come on. I need both. I need both. So I need both of you. I need I need mix to give me some of that controversial opinionated <laughs> like listen if you ain't with it <laughs> comment, and, comment and we could talk about it like you know what I mean I need I need I need I need Josh for like some 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 ladies <laughs> silk, you know? I need that silk I need them silk vibes back hey, you know what I'm saying like no silk true I got you listen bro I'm there for you babe. I appreciate it, man. Because we're definitely so it's not out yet. So just an FYI, I uh, we shut it down just just so I can re, you know refigure things. Out. Hey, it's in the lab, so again, baby. It's in the lab. Right, it's in the lab. Um, we're getting ready to you know just put it back out there again. And a lot of that again back to points we were making. It's it's a lot of us. Mm. Me holding myself back. Me thinking about it too damn much, knowing mm. it's already it was already out. It's already it's already confirmed. Like just do it, you know. So, again, once, you know, you we, we get past those things, I think us as a people can accomplish a lot. We're in our own way. Yes. You know, a lot of time I'm in my own way. So, yeah. That's real. But, again, man, I appreciate you guys, man. Um, let's just keep t- continue to chop it up, man. 
Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. Appreciate you and appreciate you, Mikhail, as well. And everyone in the comments, thank you for joining us and have a blessed day. You repeat what they created and get power to hate. But worst of all, we disappoint all the greats. Black lives matter. Black lives matter. Yeah. Hey. Black lives matter. Black lives matter. Yeah. Hey. Hey.